What's going on guys, this is Alex Hefner from Paradise Claims and NTS, and you are here, tuned in to the only Roofers podcast, the only place to be. Welcome to the Only Roofers Podcast. My name's Elizabeth, and today I'm here with my co-host Vince. Hi, guys. And the most famous YouTuber that I know. Oh, stop it. <laughs> What's going on, everybody? Alex Hefner here, Paradise Claims NTS. Happy to be here. Thank you guys for having How me. How many followers do you have on YouTube? Let's get well, to I it. have 716,000 subscribers. Oh, wow. Oh, subscribers. How many views? How many views? Uh, I think like 225 million views. Wow. Across the views. channel. Yeah. How long so, have you been doing it? I've been doing it since 2017, so a little over four years. You became YouTube famous in four years. That's pretty big. Well, I mean, it depends on what your view on famous is. I mean, 700,000 people. That's a lot. If you, if you, if you categorize 100,000 as YouTube famous, and that happens gotcha. way earlier on than the four years. But yeah. Wow, when did you get 100,000? I think that was the end, like a year and a half in. Wow. What was, yeah. the big, like, was it hard to get to 100 grand and after 100,000 it just jumped? No, I mean, well, the, the funny thing about YouTube specifically, because that's obviously the platform that yes. I, that's my Big forte, on. is it's so much harder to get your first 100 subscribers than it is your first 1,000. Wow. Much harder to get your first 1,000 than your first 10,000. Wow. Right. It goes on like that, so it's a snowball. Right. Now, there is there are some things, whenever you start posting content, you're going to have the ups and downs, you're going to have the peaks and the valleys, and that's something that really ate at me, right? Looking right. at the numbers and seeing, oh shit, like this week. Oh, can I curse? No, it's, yeah, yeah, yeah. it's only um, roofers. I have, oh shit, I, don't, I only have, you know, X amount of views. Last month I was up here and right. subscribers are down, but it's like the up and down is what you can get further going up and down. You how just do gotta you ride that way? How can you get your video to rank, right? Is there like tags? Is it the headline? Is yeah. it the thumbnail? How what did is you it that, do it? Yeah. Yes, walk us through that. Well, at the end of the day, I mean, you're not gonna be. A, a good thumbnail and good title always helps. That's the cherry on top. Okay. But you're not going to be walking down the street and no one's going to say, oh, shit, there's the guy with the awesome thumbnails. <laughs> I love your video. Like, it doesn't work like that. At the end of the day, you want to provide as much value as possible. So that's yeah. that's kind of what I did, right? I, I started off my YouTube journey wanting to create vlogs, wanting to wake up every day and film my daily life, and I thought that would be awesome Super. if I could do that for my full-time job. And then quickly realized that one, nobody knew who I was and nobody cared what I did on a day to day. So I was like, shit, I gotta give people a reason to be interested in me, right? How I am I, actually pretty boring. How can I give people, well, I mean, that, that's a side topic. How, <laughs> how can I give people a reason to be interested in my life? So I was also watching reaction videos and that's kind of what I blew up for is reacting to music. Now, the niche on YouTube that I've made was hip hop heads first time hearing Metallica, Iron Maiden, Slipknot, Judas Priest, Slayer. You're a hip hop head? Fuck yeah. Okay. Like that's all I listened to growing wow. up was hip hop and rap. Wow. Now I listen to more rock and metal than anything else. But what I found was whenever I was real with everybody and said, guys, a lot of these rock and heavy metal songs are about suicide. They're about depression. Yeah. They're yeah. about sexual abuse. They're about some dark Negative. topics, Top negativity that everybody can relate music. to. Just it's it's an outlet for people so i said guys i want this to be more than just a, a channel of some tall skinny kid listening to music <laughs> if you guys are going through something depression oh, or darkness and you don't want to talk to your friends or family because you feel like they're biased you want someone that has that unbiased perspective yeah. someone you don't know i can provide that outlet for you so you create you create a community created the community provided value not only from the sense of entertainment but also being there for people who during didn't, a tough time didn't feel like they had an out um, and yeah. once I started doing that, the channel exploded. Do you stream with it also? I know it's a different platform, Twitch or, or, or even streaming on YouTube. Do you stream with it also? I, I do. Um, the funny thing with content, though, is I, I'm a student 
I'm learning what works and what doesn't every day. I have some secrets here and there of what works. Um, we'll get but to those. <laughs> but <laughs> more so than anything, it's just about learning what works. So I've tried to stream on Twitch. I've tried to stream on YouTube. I've tried to stream for two hours and three hours. Tried, I've like, tried TikTok to stream for or... 10 minutes. TikTok for me is my catch-all. I try to just throw everything to the wall and see what sticks. Gotcha, that's your testing platform. That's my testing platform. If, bang, if it's great there, put it on, make oh my a longer God, version who, on YouTube or so on. Exactly, and who knows what could work, right? Yeah. Like I always use this example because it's the quintessential example of something random as hell working. That dude riding a longboard sipping cranberry juice with his feather tattoo <laughs> to a song. Who knew that was going to yeah. explode? Yeah. And, that, and that one video can give him a platform. And have you found that maybe the people who are following you on YouTube are not going to switch over to another platform and necessarily follow you because they go, they're more YouTube-specific uh, viewers? Yes, so that's a great question. Mm -hmm. um, and I think that there is some truth to that. So, you know, a lot of people that will follow me on YouTube, my demographic is 18 to 37-year-old men, typically. I think about 90% of my demographic wow. is men. Um, so, you know, depending on who your demo is, a lot of them don't have Instagram. They're like, hey, dude, I have a YouTube mm. and a Facebook, but I've never gotten on Instagram or Twitter. I don't follow you there. I don't even want to get on I TikTok. Even, I don't even want to start that. Yeah. Um, but what you'll find is whoever, you'll find your core base. So out of my 716,000 subscribers, no matter where I go, if I go to Twitch, if I go to Twitter, if I go to Snapchat, if I do TikTok, there will probably be, and this is an arbitrary number, but say, 50,000 people that will follow me wherever I go. Right. Whatever type of Hardcore content I'll fans. post, they are there for me. They're not there for the content. Gotcha. Wow. Yeah, so it's it's a fraction of the main channel subscribers, but what you do is you find that. So have you ever been in public and been noticed yet? Yeah, so if I, if sometimes, like a couple conventions, you know, Ruben conventions, there will be a one or two or three people come up to me being like, dude, I love your videos. Can I like, take a picture yeah. with you? Which makes me feel way cooler than I am. <laughs> but if I ever need that inflated ego, I'll go to a metal concert and that will be, people will be just... asking me for pictures and wow. wanting to talk to me. Some That's dude sick. asked, he was like, will you sign my ticket? And I was like, you want, why do you want, <laughs> yeah, I'll do it, but have like, here it is, have fun. Um, <laughs> So if I need that inflated sense of self, I'll hit a metal show. Gotcha. But other than you do that, it once a month, just hit it up. You know? Just so I can, yeah. just so I can get that, Feel good, that, walk player, out. That's that just... confidence going. Gotcha. Have you been um, to a lot of YouTube conventions? Uh, and you know, where do you go for advice on how to grow your channel? Those are good questions. I don't. I have not been to like a YouTube convention. I would love to go um, to any type of uh, convention or any type of outlet where I can talk to people. And that's one thing that I need to get better on is. Um, cross-pollinating platforms. Mm -hmm. I need to do more collaborations with other channels. Um, and I need to be talking to other content creators, whether they have a podcast like you guys, whether they have a YouTube channel, a TikTok account. Right. I, I, I want to go to people that are successful and be like, teach me something. Right. Yeah. What have you learned? Yeah. Talk to me about that. Oh, we're just winging so, it, so, so we're not really good. Yeah, so, so getting to that topic, we, we have you know sales guys watching this and we have yeah. a lot of owners and, and business companies. What are things, steps they can take obviously consistency and so on. What are steps they could do to start building up a platform, a community? Because that's what I think it's at the core at all, yeah. right? Community. The content's great, but the community is what keeps them coming. That's right. right. I think it's crazy that people watch, people play video games and give them money every day. It is crazy. Buy, oh, it's pay nuts. them $5 to be part My of My son community. is obsessed with watching people play video games. But, yeah, it's crazy, right? But, but, but they're not there for the video games. Really? But he's not watching there for the video games. He's there for the community. He's, well, Your he's son is probably there for the video games. Yeah. But a majority <laughs> of their, their money is being made on their community. Yeah. yeah. What are steps that they can take that like, ABC to build and, and, and stick to a core and, and keep with it and grow it. Step one is going to be post content. 
and that sounds like yeah no shit but <laughs> your content is going unless you have some god-given ability which you may you may have that but yeah. your content is going to be trash at first it's gonna suck it's just the nature of the beast I'll go back and watch my first videos and I'm like, good God, Cringer. why did anybody watch that? Yeah, it's the cringiest thing I've ever seen in my entire life. That being said, what you need to do is re remove your ego from the situation. Hmm. If you can be totally cool with creating content and uploading it and getting six views on that, you've won. How yeah. do you, That's all you have to do. How do you feel, because you've been promoting a lot of positivity yes. on your channel to get to where you're at. Yes. How do you feel about using controversy and maybe negativity to build a following? That's a good question. Um, and I think that there's a, there's a way to build the tallest building in town. You can build the tallest building and compete and have that tallest building, or you can tear everybody else's building down. Both work. Love that. People like controversy. That's a great analogy. People yeah. also like authenticity. People like positivity. I go more towards the route of positivity, and I'll tell you why. Um, because in, in my niche, it's heavy metal. It's rock. People like Marilyn Manson, Rob Zombie. It is the easiest genre to judge. Everybody's going to say, oh, that's some devil worshiping music. What are you doing? That's just a bunch of darkness. But if you go through. There's real stories and, there. And you unpack it. There are real stories. These are real people. So that was part of my shtick is what made me appeal to the, these crowds is, oh, my God, there's this guy who doesn't know anything about this that's actually giving it a chance, actually trying being positive, learn. trying to learn. Now, there is a downfall where I was focusing on nothing but positivity. So that can come across as inauthentic at some point. And right. that's something that I had to learn the hard way. And uh, I remember- Did anyone call yeah, you tell out? Us about yeah. It. yeah, well, I had, I had this one. So like I said, every video that I made, I would focus on nothing but the positive. And people were like, yeah, you always say positive shit. Like I'm starting to not believe you. And I was like, all right, this next video I'm gonna post, I'm gonna <laughs> say some negative stuff about the band because that's what it is, which is already an inauthentic way. That video was trash because from the beginning I made up my mind of what I was gonna do. Right. Um, and it was a Tool song. So I don't know if you're familiar with Tool, yeah. but they are, they are a band that has some of the most die-hard fans. And they wow. hadn't released a project for 17, 18 years. And then you wow. went in on it. I come in and I'm like, yo, this is trash. Like, oh I God. can't even, was... this doesn't even sound like Tool. And then that was the video that like 85 to 90% of everybody downvoted it. Wow. And just Ugh. completely tore me to shreds in the comments. But wow. it was an awesome lesson. I'm sitting here thinking, stick to you. finding the line, stick to me. There can be mostly geared towards positivity, but if you add a little constructive criticism in there, um, that's the sweet spot. Me, myself, I don't personally, I like making friends. I don't like burning bridges. <laughs> I don't like doing anything. I like staying in my lane, staying positive, and that's the type of content that I like. Right. It doesn't work for everybody. Some people like reality TV, a lot of drama. If that's yeah. your style, drama. if that's what you like, if that's the content you want to put it's out. It's unfortunate drama sells so well. Oh, yeah. it does. But Personally, it's the... I cannot watch any reality TV. I, I absolutely no. cannot sit through it. And the reason why is just so much fakeness, so much negativity. Yeah. And then after you're done watching it, you feel like bad. Right. You just you didn't you don't feel good after watching that. hundred percent. And that's I'd the... rather watch someone build something or like do something cool. Same. And that's yeah. that's the approach that I took. Is how all it's the, made. All the mm, all the content that I would watch makes me feel good. I came away from that being like, oh god, like I let's go spread let's go give somebody a compliment. It's gonna make yeah. them feel awesome, but it will make you feel better. Yeah. So that's just the style that I am. I like surrounding myself with positivity. I like surrounding myself with friendly people, and that's the content that I want to produce. Like I said, negativity sells. If that's your thing, 
more power to you. It's just not for me. How, how did you find your niche? Did you it just fell into your lap like that's what you were interested in, or did you do some like let's just call it random. research? Well, or, or it find was it. random. She's exactly right. right. So what I did is right. You went from the reaction, reacting to music perspective. I was just trying as many different things as possible. Started off with what I loved, hip hop and rap. That okay. was getting a few, few views, few thousand views here and there. Then I tried to branch out and do something completely different, where I was listening to K-pop. Korean pop music, like girl bands and all these colors and flashing. Kind of happy stuff. that didn't work out. <laughs> well, I mean, I actually don't nice. mind it. You know, there's a time and place for it. But then someone in my comment section was like, "You should try Slipknot," and I was like, I "Okay." I love Slipknot. Oh my yeah. god! Don't even get me okay, started. Okay, so now you said one that I actually like. Okay, cool. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then with that, it was something completely random, and yeah. I didn't know if it was gonna work. Um, but I did, and it, it popped. It became the first video that hit 25,000 for me and became the first video that hit 50,000 and 100,000. What's your that, most viral video? Um, the most viral video that I've made is actually not, I'm not even in it. It's funny, and I think that it, the reason that it did the- Because you're not? The best, <laughs> the reason that it did the best is because it provided the most value. Okay. So uh, Chester Bennington, he's the lead singer, was the lead singer of Linkin Park. He passed oh, away, wow. committed oh, suicide, yeah. um, rest in peace. But he did, I, I conglomerated a bunch of interviews where he wow. explained depression. Um, and it's a two to three minute video of him actually explaining what depression is and I chopped it up to make it so it was a cohesive story of a bunch of different That's interviews sick. and that like you can see the community in there that's the type of video that provides so much value I literally just got goosebumps yeah, that's sick. Um, yes. where how many views did it get I think it's like three, a little over three million views. Nice. Um, how many people did it impact, honestly? Because people, three million people watched it, but right. like, think about how many people actually got well, and that's impacted the, and it hit home for them. And that's the thing, right? People will go back and watch that video 10, 15 times, which is why it has so many views. But at the end of the day, it's it. what that does is creating that community. It allows you to take a step back and realize, hey, this is it's bigger than me. The views and the subscribers and the notoriety is cool. And it it allows you to not be able to walk through the door because your head's so damn big. But what it does is it shows you the impact. Like I got a lot of messages after that Chester video and a lot of messages and DMs from subsequent videos where people are like, dude, I was in a dark spot. I was, gonna, I was gonna do something permanent and something that I should not have done, but I saw you posted a new video. I got a notification and I clicked on it and you said some goofy shit that made me laugh and I haven't laughed in weeks. So wow. thank you so That's much amazing. for that. And if I never made a dime, if I never got another view or subscriber, my channel has already been so successful because it had that impact. Yeah, so I'm already someone's that, life. That's amazing. Save someone's life. A hundred percent. That's truly so amazing. It's the impact that you can have, the community that you can build, and that's what will provide value. At the end of the day, entertainment can get you the views and the numbers, um, but if you can find a way to be entertaining while providing immense amount of value, the numbers will come. Do, do you work on like culture hacking, right? So he, he, he committed to Lincoln Parks, you know, uh, committed suicide. You create that video, obviously from a good place. Do you use culture and try to make your videos so there is that hotline, you know, hot, hot, hot topic to be part of your video uh, that you in, try using? Well, in terms of, if I'm understanding your question correctly, like if there's any new viral yeah, exactly. TikTok or something, a lot of times I'll have cutscenes where I'm like, Today I've never. Uh, we're going to be reacting to Metallica for the first time, and if there's a clip of someone being like, "What the hell's going on?" I'll yeah. put that clip in there, right. the viral content, so it's up to date with it. Right. But then a way to stay up to date for me potentially is is music, right? There's always new music coming out. I'll react to the new there's song. There's so many new songs that gotcha. came out oh today. My, oh my God, I know, right? It's crazy. <laughs> it's crazy. They keep coming out, and Slipknot's about to drop a new album, so oh, there's that wow. for you. But um, yeah, it's just 
at the end of the day, being authentic and trying things. And that's kind of how I pigeonholed myself is I haven't, the content that does best on my channel is music. And yeah. even more niche than that, it's heavy metal music. So if I had to go back and do it all again, I would say branch out even more. I, I found all this um, success through YouTube by trying the Slipknot thing, which was something I've never done before. So I need to take my own advice and really continue to do stuff that's pushing the envelope. Put yourself out to your next box. Putting my, exactly right. Yeah. You already know. Yeah. I'm not yeah. saying anything you yeah. don't know. Gotcha. Yeah. You, you uh, were in a box in the beginning, grew out of that one. Yeah. Now you're going to get to kind of your next level. What is a big goal for you now that you have this base? You do have a community of 50,000 people who will follow you wherever you go. Mm -hmm. 700,000 people who will watch your, chan your yeah. channel and consume yes. your content. What's kind of the next step for, for that? So great question. Um, I think that an easy, low-hanging fruit answer is the million subscribers on YouTube. Once you hit a million subscribers, you get a gold plaque. Nice. So that's my that's my tangible goal. You're goal almost right there. there. Almost there. Almost there. Um, but what I found is that creating a video every day it quickly can turn into work. Yeah. And my goal is to just continue having fun. And you can get caught up in the numbers and keep creating the content that you think is going to be viral, and that takes the fun out of it. So maintaining posting content as much as possible while still having as much fun. And I think if I can have fun, it makes people want to hang out with you. It makes people want to have that connection with you. And that's that's my goal is to be like, I wanna just have the most fun possible making videos. Awesome. What, how many videos is a good number to do a week then? Be real with yourself. I don't know. If you are busy and you got five kids and three jobs, mm -hmm. you're gonna, it's gonna be different than my situation where I just have my, my wife, myself, and my dog. I work very hard, but I have more downtime coming home yeah. with then people. You have a lot of free time. No kids. The, the question you need to ask yourself is how much content can you put out without sacrificing quality? Mm. For me, it was every day. I can put out a new YouTube video every single day without sacrificing quality. Nice. I could try to upload four videos and they'd be bullshit. Right. But if you can one answer good one, one good one a day, if that answer for you is two times a week, three times a week, post that. Gotcha. Do it as much as you can without sacrificing quality. I love Super. it. Thank you so much for being on our show and sharing your knowledge, Alex. It's so, truly a pleasure to have you here. Thank you all for watching another episode of the Only Roofers podcast, and we look forward to catching you on the next one. See you guys. Thanks for having me, guys.